Hello everyone, this is Ryder McGovern, coming to you live over the airways from our headquarters in Wichita, Kansas. Tonight we have something very special for you. Coming all the way from New York is Robert Soto. He is a veteran of America's war in Afghanistan, and I'm honored to have him here for our program. Joining Mr. Soto will be Tim O'Brien. Mr. O'Brien is the author of multiple books, including The Things They Carried, where he tells stories about his experience as a soldier in Vietnam. We are going to be discussing their thoughts on war before and after their tours and how the times they lived in shaped those thoughts. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me on. Same here. I truly respect your work, Ryder. Thanks, Tim. That means a lot. So, Robert, from what I read about you, you made this conscious decision to join the Army at a very young age. Can you talk about this decision and your thought process behind it? Yeah, I would love to. I grew up in New York, and, like most Americans who were alive at the time, I can remember exactly where I was and what I was doing when our country was attacked on September 11th. The thing that made me different was the fact that I was only 10. Being such a young age, this made a huge impression on me. I saw the destruction and couldn't fathom why anyone would do this to my home. I vowed some way and somehow to make a difference. As I got older, I found out that my classmates did not share these same feelings. Math seemed so unimportant when compared to defending my country. It confused me that everyone didn't feel this way, but I took my destiny into my own hands and enlisted. Wow, that's incredible. And very interesting, given that I believe your story, Tim, is almost the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I was about as far from enlisting as one could possibly be. I was drafted. I was probably one of those kids you were talking about, Robert. I was disconnected from the war off in Vietnam, and I didn't feel like it affected me. In fact, not only was I uninspired by the American cause, but I was against it. You must understand that there was no 9-11, no Pearl Harbor. All we had was the USS Maddox, which was a world away. As such, Vietnam was barely real in my eyes, and I thought to myself to be distance and above the war. To make a long story short, I had an incredibly difficult time coming to grips with the idea that I would have to fight and maybe even die for this war that I didn't believe in. I was mad, and then I was upset, and then I simply felt bad for myself. That journey is maybe a story for later in the conversation. We will definitely be touching on that. Despite what was clearly very different paths to going off to war, it seems to me that by the end of your tour you both had similar experiences and views. Can you speak to how your view of your particular war changed throughout your time fighting, and how your initial views influenced that? Definitely. Before I went off to war, I had a very idealistic and optimistic way of looking at the situation. Evil men had attacked us, and we were going to do the same to them. War, as I'm sure you can testify, Tim, is much more complicated than that. My emotions and anger had blinded me to what was really occurring in Afghanistan. As a U.S. soldier, I was restricted in who I could attack and when. The enemy was invisible and confusing. Slowly but surely, my belief and conviction faltered, and by the time I was able to go home, I was less than enchanted with the United States' decisions and tactics in the war. I felt almost betrayed as I was risking my life every day, and I felt that many of our strategies were wrong and political, and everyone knew it. Our leaders were failing us, and I didn't think they were being held accountable. To this day, I still believe in the war, but so many unnecessary lives were lost, and that is what haunts me. 
In my case, my opinion pre-war defined the lens through which I viewed my service. This lens has become even clearer given the hindsight I have, which is something you do not have the benefit of. America was divided on the war, and that made it easy for me to be as well. In addition to that, I experienced a lot of incompetence of the American leadership that Robert was talking about. My confidence in the fact that Vietnam was an unjust war saddens me though. I felt as if I let my country down by submitting and fighting. Wow, that's a pretty interesting take. Please elaborate. Well, this leads me back to that tumultuous time that took place in between my draft notice and going to Vietnam. You have to understand, I really, really did not want to go to war. I had plans to go to Harvard and live this successful life. And being a soldier was not factored into that. My biggest regret from that time was the way I viewed my situation and the decision that would follow. Even though America was divided, going off to fight for my country was still viewed as my responsibility. And I felt as if I was letting everyone down and being a coward if I fled. Fled? Oh, I should probably mention that I almost fled the country for Canada. You really didn't want to go to Vietnam, did you? Nope, not at all. But back to what I was saying. Where I was wrong was that the cowardice was not in fleeing, but in succumbing to the pressures of my country and not doing what I believed in. I truly believe that if everyone had followed their beliefs, our leaders would be held accountable and the mistakes we have made and continue to make when it comes to war would not occur. Very interesting. So we both, so we know how you both went off to war and your thoughts why you were there. But what about the thoughts of your country and how that impacted you? Well, like I mentioned previously, America was divided and that put me in an interesting position. From a beliefs perspective, I lied with those who were not happy with this country's actions in Vietnam. That being said, I also fought and toiled with many great and hard-working men. We did not make the decisions or plans we had just thought we had just followed them. All I will say to the people listening tonight is until you have gone through what I have, please don't judge us and definitely don't blame us for following the orders of our country. I take a very similar stance on this issue as Tim. Even though time, place, and war are different, America stays the same. We are all still a fractured country, especially when it comes to issues such as this one, and that, de and that definitely shaped my outlook, especially after I returned home from Afghanistan. The more that changes, the more that stays the same. Well, that's about all the time we have. I want to thank the both of you for coming in and giving us your time and insight. You're welcome. No problem. Well, <laughs> stay safe, Wichita.